One of the occupying parts of the market at the moment is mortgage rates and uh, what effect that's having on us consumers, those that are in the housing market and those that have debt to pay off. And of course, those that have mortgages that are due for renewal are finding it painful when having to deal with the lifted interest rates of where they are. Uh, and let's take a look now at what's happening with regard to house prices, particularly in and around the London area. We're talking now to uh, Jeremy Leaf, who's the former residential uh, chairman of the RICS and also the principal of Jeremy Leaf & Company Estate Agents in London. Jeremy, welcome. Uh, first of all, how are things at the moment? Because clearly things have changed. We know from evidence from some of the big building societies that house prices are on the way down, they're under pressure. But of course, also got to take into effect, we've got 10% plus or around about that consumer price inflation added on top of that. How are things at the front end? Well, that really says it all, Jeremy. When, when, you're, when you're thinking about the cost of, of moving, um, that is putting off a lot of people. Whereas we had a year, last year, the year before, those weren't so, such important worries or concerns for people. And it's, it's affecting confidence. And particularly the discretionary moves, you know, where people are thinking about it. Should we move? Should we not? Those people are sort of sitting on their hands mostly uh, and not doing anything. But of course, there's always the death, debt and divorce and the downsides. There's always people who have to or want to move. And what is this doing to the market? Because uh, if you look back in the last couple of years, I'm talking to a state agent who said there's very few houses on the market, which has been keeping the prices up. Yeah. What's happening now, if we've gone from a situation where there were relatively few houses, what's the situation now, now like in terms of numbers of properties? There is more property coming on the market. There's no doubt about that. Um, some people are forced to sell. Sometimes it's, it's a defensive move. It might be releasing a, a capital for, for children or grandchildren or something. But there is more property coming on the market, and that's improved choice. And it's helped people really make up their minds about moving. And it hasn't really, um, and it's meant that prices haven't gone very high or very low, and they've kept fairly fairly basic. We haven't seen the corrections, which a lot of people were expecting. And, and certainly we haven't seen a flood of property coming on the market. I think if that does happen, then of course the market could correct much more than it is at the moment. Mm. I want to quote um, a report on Zoopla in the last couple of days. It says that yeah. some of the biggest discounts we've seen in the market in house prices since 2018, people putting their houses on the market and they're having to accept five in some cases, 10% yeah, lower. For those, obviously, that do have to move, I guess those that you're talking about, the discretionary movers, can say, well, I'm not going to do it at the moment. But for those that do move, are you witnessing a big downdraft in pricing? Yeah. Well, I think some people are, are taking a view and saying, and we try to persuade them, of course, um, concentrate on the difference. Don't think necessarily about your headline figure. I want to get that figure because I know somebody else in the road or uh, block got that figure, so I, I want to get there. Four out of five sellers are said to be buyers. So... We try to tell our customers, if possible, to concentrate on the difference. Don't think about the headline figure and, and think about what it's costing to actually move. That's much more likely to, to result. You're the clever one. You're the one who's getting on with your life and changing, whereas other people are saying, oh, no, I can't cross that line. I must get at least that figure. And that's making a difference. And of course, people approaching the sale and purchase, they want to make sure they've got some sort of an idea about the mortgage they could possibly have on the new property. And I think you can get mortgage in principle agreed, can't you, ahead of time, so you know uh, what's happening. But are you seeing any problems in that with the delay that's occurring in house price sale and purchase, meaning that people then have to move on to another mortgage, which is at a higher price? And that, of course, then means potentially they can't then afford the property they were hoping to move into. <laughs> Absolutely. How many deals are falling apart because of that problem? Well, quite a few because of that. And they are shopping around. But of course, there's another angle to that. Um, we've got very high record rents in the past. So people who have been renting and not just aspiring first time buyers, but plenty of 
older people renting now. It's not like it was maybe 10, 15 years ago. Now, those people would rather pay their mortgage than their landlord's mortgage. So even if they are paying a bit more than they wanted to, they feel at least they've got a future in the property and they can improve it and stay. And hopefully longer term, the market will improve and they'll get some longer term capital growth. Let's talk about the rental market and, and find out a little bit more about what's going on there as well, because clearly now with the change in the way that we're, uh, as landlords, we're having to look at our cost base because we now have to include the, the mortgage payments and so forth in everything that's no longer tax deductible. So clearly a lot of the costs now have to be handed on. But we're hearing from some politicians that perhaps maybe don't really understand the market. They want rent controls. What mm-hmm. sort of damage could that, or what, how would that twist the market um, against... Um, yeah, I, I noticed um, Mr Khan in London yeah. is a great... Um, Uh, proponent of that that. he's very much in favor whereas i've noticed recently people in the labor uh, labor party in the higher parts of the labor party are sort of moving away from that uh, squashing the market of course the biggest problem for all these things is disaffected landlords if landlords start moving away which who they have which they have been recently uh, because of rental reform proposed and the costs and the mortgage costs and so on costs of repairing and improving and bringing properties up to standard which which is absolutely right of course there's no point careful what you wish for because mm. if there's no properties or not enough properties what's going to happen rents are just going to keep going up and up and up and tenants are not going to be able to afford it so you're absolutely right rent controls can do more harm than they're good than good yeah what about um New properties. Um, I'll, I'll get onto the bigger sort of investment picture in just a minute on you because I know you're a specialist in this as well. But what about um, buying a new property? We're hearing from a lot of the big house builders that their inflation on the building products has got the bricks, the, 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 the copper, sure. the tiles, the, the cement and so forth. And then, of course, you've got to add into that uh, 10% inflation of wages. Now, that pushes up the price of a, of a, of a new build, but people already can't afford to buy, to buy into the housing market. How much more difficult it's going to be down the pipe for these big house yeah. builders finding buyers for their new build properties? It's a really, really good point because um, politically, um, the government have been reluctant to uh, allow uh, more house building. We, we, we heard this limit of or, or aim target of 300,000 a year, which they weren't getting close to. They were trying to get closer to it. And then politically, uh, they, they found that they couldn't really get it through a lot of their supporters and therefore it's become more discretionary rather than mandatory these targets and what's the net result fewer and fewer homes keeping prices up longer term there's less choice and higher prices long, longer term that that's the result of it and it's reducing choice as well and builders are saying not just that why should we carry on and identify land if we if we can't sell the, the houses and flats that we want to build on. They're only going to build what they can sell. So the lack of confidence in the market now because of wobbles with the prices and the, and the mortgages and so on, and potentially softening in prices, these are longer term decisions. You know, people that we are dealing with perhaps today are looking at projects which may not be on the market for one or two years. And if they don't have the confidence to do something now, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's a futures market, isn't it? Um, how Absolutely. about how about mortgage rates? We've seen um, uh, big mortgage companies changing their rates regularly. Um, what have we seen recently that um, either gives us an insight into what's happening or perhaps maybe might make us a little bit more concerned about the outcome? Well, we've seen some uh, figures from Bank of England uh, recently mm. in the last couple of days about m- m- credit and m- money in the system. And uh, surprisingly, the figures are actually not as bad as they might have been. They're really not much change, actually, in 
mortgage approvals have gone up. But then when you look behind the figures, you realise, well, hold on, when you're getting an approval, that may have been a decision that was taken two, three, four months ago uh, when the market, we were starting a few seeing some green shoots. But those green shoots are starting to wilt now, unfortunately, because of mortgage rates going up and inflation not coming down as quickly as we hoped it would do. And so it's a little bit early to see the, 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 what's happening on the ground reflected in those figures. That's why it's always good for us to chat, because what's actually happening on the ground can be quite different to what we're reading in the press. Mm. Let me just uh, steer the conversation onto these bigger projects that I said that, that you're, you're, you're in, um, on and know about. What's happening there about these, uh, these big projects that are coming to the market? Um, well, there has been a reluctance to, to bring forward projects um, which builders feel that they won't be able to sell as well and as quickly and at the prices they, they anticipated. So there is going to be, I think, in the future, the, the not-too-distant future, there's going to be another shortage, and that's going to help to support prices. It may push them up. It may not reduce them as much as it would have, been, would have done because there isn't as much building going on. But I think the feeling among builders and developers is that longer term, medium to longer term, things will improve. There is the demand. Immigration is, is up. Em employment is strong. Um, people have to live somewhere. There is this need to move um, requirement. So I think longer term, we, we should be okay. But at the moment, and certainly for the next year or so, of course, it's difficult to generalise, it will be a little bit tough. Well, I was going to say, how long is this all going to last? It's a bit yeah. like a how long is a bit of string. I understand that. But in your experience, as I say, you've, you've been there, you've done it before, you've lived through high interest rates, you've seen them dissipate. Is this got the same feeling as previous um, uh, rise in mortgage rates and rise in interest rates? Uh, and not really, because... We are very quite involved in the investment development market, and um, there's still quite a lot of appetite to buy to buy land. But the builders and developers are looking to buy as keenly as possible. Uh, clearly, they want to make sure they're building in um, reductions, potential reductions in price, and of course increases in cost of building and finance to make sure that they're not going to lose out when that product is on the market. We've got to leave it there, but thanks indeed for joining us. Jeremy, it's a pleasure as always to catch up with you to find out just what's going on in the market, as I say, behind the front line. That's Jeremy Lee from Jeremy Leaf & Company, the estate agents here in London.